Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. Welcome everyone, welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. Uh, this is episode one of the Explain It Yourself series. See what I did there? It's, it's really clever, isn't it? Um, when it <laughs> so when it comes to countries beyond old England shores, much like Josh Baskin in Big, I, I don't get it. Um, so joining me today, uh, joining me this week from Canada, is Jim from Film Rage to explain ice hockey. How are you doing, Jim? Nice to have you here. Good, buddy. I'm absolutely good. Except we're hot, man. This is not. This isn't hockey season. This is uh, sweat your balls off season. Yeah, is it the off season for you guys? It's the. It's like we're we're not football's not on for us over here. It's like the off season. Yeah, it's this is hockey season's over. This Stanley Cup has been won, and it's uh, it's now over. But the crying, and we lost all our <laughs> Canadian teams early in the mix so a lot of us who are hardcore canadian hockey fans um did not uh, did not stay to the end but you know if you're hardcore hockey it doesn't matter who's in it you're still watching yeah yeah i know what you mean it's, it's like my football team like they're in the second division of like english football um and you don't expect to win every week and you know half the time you leave disappointed and enraged but that's the beauty of it half the time you know when you do win it means all the more Agreed. And it's, it's funny. I love how you, um, I love how you, uh, you uh, preface that to say uh, football, but it's not football. You have to, you have to now call it when you're speaking to someone in North America, something else, right? Well, like soccer. I'm not calling it that. It's like, I'm not being, I'm not being awful to Americans or, or, or to part of Canada, right? Especially America. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being awful, but for a country like America that's so literal with the way they write things and the way they spell things and say things and name things, football, foot, you kick it with your foot, there's a ball that goes in the net. Just because you decide, just because the Americans decide to make something up and go, this is football, like, it's not though, is it? Like, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. What do you have to, what do we have to call it? I don't know. Yeah, well, I, that's, I always, it always gets me like growing, which is funny because Canada actually, you know, we sort of came from Britain, just like a lot of the U.S. did. But I mean, we still part of the, the Commonwealth. So. Yeah, yeah, the Queen's head of state. Yeah, your yeah. poor, your poor brothers. Yeah, we still got that going on. So it's it's funny how we grew up with soccer, but you know, you kind of know it's called football everywhere else. But you <laughs> like you go anywhere else in the world and it's called football. So. <laughs> Because yeah, that's what it is. I don't. I don't know. You just have to be different over there. You just have to be different, don't you? But no, yeah. I, I gather from Canada that um, that it's like ice hockey is like oh, I don't, a religion. Like football is like a religion here. Like Canada, I only have a few Canadian. Well, I've, a few Canadians I've talked to or I've got on Twitter. But hockey is like pretty much ev- all that scrolls down the Twitter. It's just like hockey, 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 and I'm like, I don't know what this means. So help me <laughs> well I, I think it's it's funny because i don't think there's a another nation in the world that's identified as hockey as you do with canada mm. like it's it's part of our national identity Just, i think there's a couple I mean, there's a couple you know when you get out towards kind of like the czech republic or poland or russia like they love ice hockey over there but there's a oh, massive well, gulf in the middle people don't love it it's just like football uh uk football international football right i mean everybody wants to own that but canada it's our it's part of our identity yeah as much as it's funny because if you think of football or soccer over here there's 10 times the amount of kids that play soccer and yet this is the first time we've made it to the world cup and you get you get um uh, countries the size of Netherlands who get in every year. Yeah. And yet. And Iceland as well, occasionally. 
Yeah, Iceland too. Like, was population of what? Two hundred people live in Iceland. Uh, it's like a city size in this. Yeah, it's probably like a city size, like Vancouver. It's probably not even that big. It's it's tiny, absolutely tiny. Yeah, it's, uh, so I find it weird. But yeah, it, it it's to the very root of our ad- identity. Like when the Olympics are on, it every single TV in Canada has has hockey on. Everybody, it's it's not not, not like other places, because you know you go to finland or sweden which are also top hockey teams uh around the world or even russia that's cold russia, isn't it russia, yeah. you ask majority of russians what's their sport they'll say football mm-hmm. you ask swedes people from sweden they'll say probably football or they'll say uh maybe cross-country skiing i don't know it's the big one in sweden but every every single person in canada says hockey it's like bre- it's like born and bred into us yeah, no, it is. It is the same with football with us. Yeah, you get a few people, and I'm sure the same happens in Canada, where there's like a big team doing well. So people from like two or three hours away are like, "Oh, I support this team." You're like, "Why? You just a glory hunter because they're winning things." You know, you've got to go to the. There's nothing like, and yeah, it's horrible, but there's nothing like going to the pain of losing every other week because it makes those wins special. I cannot imagine supporting a team. That one every week. I mean, what would you do? It must get boring. Yeah, like, oh, I, I can't even watch it. Like, you know, if, oh, another win. Oh, well, back home we go. It must yeah, be boring. I'm watching a hockey game and it's it's like five nothing. I'm just like, eh, I'm turning it off. Like, I'm not interested anymore. I want to see it. I want to see the actual battle with the puck. I want to see the whole, um, you know, competitive nature of it. But I'm a bit of an anomaly. Because as much as I love hockey, uh, I'm not a big sports guy. I'm a movie guy. But I, as a Canadian, you can't grow up and not know everything pretty much about hockey. I think it's even a, a course in public school now. It's like everything's <laughs> filtered through hockey. Well, what, so what do you mean? So do you mean like university or college? or? No, I mean like in public school, like in elementary school. Oh, know, like primary school? What, like when you look 5 yeah, to 11? I, I'm being, I'm, I'm kind of joking, but it, it's like. <laughs> this is what I mean. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, what? Like, do you have like little five-year-old kids and you go, now, now th- I can't do Canadian, so I apologize. Now this is what we call a puck. And I'm what? Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, like, that's indoctrination. What are you doing, Canada? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can't escape it. Like every kid, even if they don't play hockey, knows about hockey. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like our football. You get lo- like I have go to come. You know, if I meet somebody new, I've got go to things like I've no doubt you have. Like, oh, do you watch films or do you read books or, oh, do you watch football slash do you, you know do you watch hockey or who do you support? And if that person says no to all, oh, like I don't follow them. I'm like, yeah. all right, nice to meet you. See you later. I'm going. Like, yeah, I'm going nice to go talk to somebody you. else. Nice yeah, meeting you. I'm sure you're lovely, but you're yeah, not for me. We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> We've got no common ground here. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What about all the other things we could talk about? Yeah, well, you know, you've well, had your chance, actually, you blew it. <laughs> that's right, you blew it. I didn't know people have their teams, like, you can have, but I've been living like I grew up in Toronto mm-hmm. and uh, Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs. Well, that's just it. You can't see, I grew, came from a house of three boys, and you can't cheer. I don't know what it is about boys. They're always competitive and they always fight. And you know, you know the drill. Yeah. But you also can't have the same team as your dad. Like it's kind. Of, it's kind of weird. We all had our favorite teams, but you know, I'm old enough that I was there for when the original six was on. So we all had our favorite teams. My dad was a Leafs fan because that's where he grew up, and mine was Chicago, and my uh, oldest brother, he was his was Boston. And my other brother was the Habs. So it was, it was like just another reason for us to fight. I think we, I don't know why we chose those teams other than the funniest thing was that I think. Just piss, just piss your brothers off pretty much. It's probably to start with that. But I think in my <laughs> case, for me, that I was a fan of, of uh, the Blackhawks because my dad had played hockey with some of uh, the players in there. So it was like I got when they when the Blackhawks came to town and my dad was able to get tickets because, you know, growing up in Toronto, hockey town, you know, you um, you couldn't 
you couldn't basically get tickets. It's sold out. Even in now, Toronto's seats are are sold out, right? You can't. You just can't get in. And you know, he because he knew some players on on the um, on that team. It was it was like, oh wow, I got to physically meet my heroes, right? And yeah. And so it, it makes a huge difference, like huge difference. So, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I've never met a Toronto Maple Leaf. So why would I be a fan? This is my dad's friend. Why wouldn't I cheer for him? So I think that was for me why I chose the Blackhawks. Yeah. But so so that, to drill down into the real, real basics. So how many see, I'm not being I'm not joking when I say this, right? I'm not putting this on anybody listening. Oh, Jim, I'm not putting it on. The most I know about hockey, and this will horrify, horrify, so cover your ears, Canada, before I say this, and get the sick bag ready. The most I know about hockey legitimately comes from watching, like, Jack Frost as a kid. You know that film, Michael Keaton in it, where he plays the snowman? And that's all I know. It's all I know about hockey, I swear to God. I'm not even kidding you. Like, when someone says hockey, I think, oh, Jack Frost. Right, I'm not I'm not joking. I'm being honest. Um, so, like, how many... I don't even know how many players that you have on each team how long the game is what the rules are like, i know that it's a lot i'm not i'm not expecting you to go through like every single thing because that's just ridiculous but just like the basics like if you were talking to a kid like if you were talking to a little one and saying oh this is the game and this is how many so how many players do you get on a team for example, is it like 11 or is it more or? uh well in it, like there's a, there's a core set of players that like the nhl would have you know, I feel bad about this because when you play on an actual hockey team, you have maximums and minimums based on the size of the team. Usually there's like five full, full, or sorry, four full lines, right? Um, yeah. And, um, and, you know, they have so many players that you can have on the team. And then, of course, they have player. Th- there's players that are actually in their, their minor league that they also have. Um. But like for professionals, is different than when you're playing like as a kid, right? Yeah. Because on the, you know, it's basically you you have as many as it can fit in that that family. But usually they have four full lines, and there's five players on the team plus the goalies. Usually they'll have two backup goalies. So so there's seven on the, on the pitch for one team. No, well they're on at any given time on the ice. There's 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 two defensemen, three forwards, and a goalie. That's how many. There's six. No, there's five. Well, yeah, six because there's a there's the five skaters and then the goalie. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So you said sorry. This is these here's the difference, right? If it was football and I'm talking about players, we'd say eleven players. We wouldn't say ten players and a goalie. So there's your difference as well. As well. So yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So if you said, "Oh, there's like five players on the pitch," you go, "Okay, so there's five players on the pitch," and you're thinking, "No, there's five players." And the goalie, I'm like, "No, that's six players." Like the goalie is one of your players. He's not just some guy who's like ran on the pitch with a mask, wanting to like you know live the dream. (laughs) See, this is what I mean. That the differences fascinate me. Yeah, that's true, right? Well. Yeah, you you include the goalies. I, it's funny; it's just been habit. I mean, maybe other people don't do that, but I've never. It, whenever you ask somebody, whenever you ask somebody in Canada, I've always heard them say, "Oh yeah, there's five players and a goalie." But that's six players, Canada. That's six. It is it's true. It's, it's six. Right. There's six. There's six players. It's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the the difference is who's playing and then who's actually physically on the team, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is kind of funny. Yeah, so there's there's six players that are on the ice at the same time. I can hear the pain, like six players, five players and a goalie. <laughs> yeah, five players and a goalie, six players. <laughs> on, on, I'm yeah, still trying to wrap my head around it. And, <laughs> and then it's 20-minute uh, periods, and there's three periods. What, like three and halves? Four. But no, no, it doesn't make sense, sorry. But... No, there's no halves, it's periods. Oh, okay. There's, yeah. It's, what, so it's... are they straight after each other? There's no break yeah. in the middle. Are they yeah, so... so after 20 minutes, uh-huh. they, they will everybody goes off the ice, they get a break, and then they, you know, in, in the professionals, they'll clean the ice surface mm-hmm. and and then they all go back onto the ice once the ice is clean. Because the you know, different than I guess a pitch, right? You're yeah. you're skating along, the ice gets chewed up. Yeah. So 
But like yeah. a half time in the football, so you get 45 minutes yeah. a break, yeah. 45 minutes. So they will go out and they'll put the sprinklers on and there's the guys that go around, and women, who go around with the with like the rakes and they'll like mat the pitch down if like someone's done like a slide tackle and the ground's got a bit chewed up. But outside yeah. of that, there's not a lot to do. But obviously, it's not like I swear, you know, you're cutting grooves in it left, right and centre. So I, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. They, and, and you'll see they spend a lot of time cleaning that slush off and then yeah. you know depending on where you are it's harder to make ice but that's a whole other story because <laughs> you know they have like places in my opinion stay tuned for episode two <laughs> yeah like the southern states shouldn't have a hockey team it's not natural you can't you can't go out and play on the ice as a kid so if you if you said to england okay right you're gonna host like the winter olympics we'd go um we're gonna struggle we don't get much snow. We don't get much sun. We can give you rain. <laughs> yeah, be a bit strange. Well, I guess if you're playing in maybe the Antarctic, wouldn't make too much sense for them. <laughs> yeah, just have a pitch. You just move the pitch. You'd be like, 20 minutes there, move over 20 meters, 20 minutes there, move over again. It won't be too bad, would it? Exactly. <laughs> It's mad. Yeah, so you give 20 minutes and that 20 minute period, then in a second 20 minute period and a third 20 minute period. That's right. So and if it's tied, then they mm-hmm. have overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Extra time, right? That makes sense. Um, yeah, so, so how, how much, like, what do you get for the puck being in the net? Is that just one point or? It's one point, yeah. Just, it's just one in the top. The, you know, where you have more complicated ones like football. Uh, American football or uh, rugby and stuff like that. It's like, oh, and if you get this and it gets that many points, there's no every goal. It's like it's like um, it's like football like that. Yeah. Do you got Do you guys get rugby in Canada? Like proper oh, yeah. rugby, like English yeah, yeah. rugby, British rugby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, the Americans don't have a clue what rugby is. They have a clue. Yeah. No, they we have we have proper rugby here. Yeah. It's it's a huge thing in Canada. Again. It, it's funny because a lot of the things that um, that you kind of get from from we got from because of the Brits, right? Like yeah, yeah. Um, what's the one? The one I was gonna say cribbage, but that's another game that we probably got from <laughs> <laughs> from the UK. But um, cricket, like cricket's also a big thing here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tons of yeah. tons of play, people play cricket. So yeah. You, you can't you can't avoid that it did uh, i'm trying to think of the other ones that are more pop most popular but yeah obviously right, tennis do you get much tennis yeah t- t- there's a lot of tennis courts the tennis courts are being taken over by pickleball which is kind of annoying. By, by by what is that made up pickleball yeah it's a, it's a new thing what's pickleball sorry i'm sorry jimmy you have to you can't tease me with that what's pickleball like it's probably the most popular sport that goes on right now and it's basically i don't think if you think of half of a a tennis court and then they have net and it's usually played in doubles and they're it's kind of like um, it's not like squash is it it's like squash do you know what wiffle ball is uh it's kind of like a plastic ball that's got holes in it right and they basically play kind of like ping pong on a tennis court and it's called pickleball it's it's the latest craze (laughs) oh okay yeah so i've literally i've googled it and it looks so what's a wiffle ball oh i know what a wiffle ball yeah it's like what you play with as a kid if you're practicing cricket right it's similar to badminton with a net similar to tennis and the paddles are similar to those in tables. And Jesus Christ, it's like a pickleball. That sounds, that is so, yeah, that just, yeah. So it, oh, it was first played in the USA, of course it was. What? Pickleball? Oh, honestly, I, I, it's the official sport of Washington, the state oh, of Washington. Really? Yeah, apparently in 2022, they adopted it. It's their official state. Jesus, they must be struggling in the normal spots. Yes. Right, what? <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I'm not trying to upset the Americans, but yeah, okay. I mean, master soccer first. Boy, you move on to stuff like that. But yeah. Okay, so that's that's a popular one, is it? Right? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Well, that that's that's the thing I think with the states is they have so much competition for sports. Like sports is just so big there. They compete like hockey in the U.S. is like their fifth sport, 
mm-hmm. that they play. Like it's... yeah, because they have uh, what's the other one they have? Um, like lacrosse, don't they? They have stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, we have we, lacrosse is bigger, yeah. probably you, bigger here. I don't think you find that here. We have professional lacrosse teams here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, they have their baseball, they have their football, they call football. Yeah, they have basketball, which is huge. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and then hockey probably comes below pickleball yeah. obviously in some places uh, yeah yeah oh you've never heard of it i, I would say yeah basketball is probably the biggest one that's come across if anything um like i know people who play basketball and i know um you've got more chance of that being played here than anything else but even then like, like we have games like netball tennis we've got squash do you guys know what squash is yeah, play squash. Yeah, and, yeah. So I, I, I don't mean to be insulting. I don't. Yeah, raw racquetball. Yeah, racquetball. I forget that's what it's called. Yeah, and uh, yeah, do I don't don't get why that side of the world, America particularly, has to like. And not that I'm kicking America because they're my biggest audience. They must get a kick out of it. I don't know. Um, but like, I just I don't like. They have to change the name of everything. Just leave it the same. Like it confuses us. Don't don't do that. Like, we're simple yeah, I people. I don't even understand why they called it football. And where it was already called football over everywhere else. I, yeah. I, I never understood that. So, yeah, so you've got you've got six players or five players and a goalie uh, for each side. And then you've got – so you, you get 20 minutes or three 20-minute uh, periods, right? Um, yeah, so uh, – so okay, so – Simple. And then so what, what about, what about, um, what about fouls? So what's, like, your card system? So, like – do, do you get like sin binned? Do you get sent off for like five minutes or do you have like yellow cards? What What's the, because yeah, I know like well, hockey. A, that's the, a good question with the whole yellow card thing. So no, like it's, if there's an infraction that happens on the ice or even off the ice, you get a penalty and then there's a penalty box. So you mm-hmm. sit in the penalty box depending on how, how, how much it is. Yeah, so. is that for a period of minutes? Because I know if it's rugby, yeah. well, like like rugby, it's like the sin bin, isn't it? You can get sin bin for like six minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, well, it depends on the infraction. Yeah, so uh-huh. some infractions are minor penalties, and they're usually two minutes, yeah. and some are, um, and some are majors. So they're they're. Um, Do you get sent off? Five, like you can't come back on. You can okay. also, you can also get like if you're a, if you're a terrible person, you can. <laughs> Um, you can be, you know, taken out for games because of the level of the penalty. Right. So you can be like sent off. Right. In a way. Like you can, they right. can say, that penalty was severe, uh, that you don't deserve to be able to still, to still play. Yeah. 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 Uh, that makes sense. So it's, it's kind of like the sin bin in rugby in a way. And yeah, see, even even infraction that sounds so much more cultured than foul. <laughs> well, but they, it's... they wouldn't call it infraction; they just call mm. it a penalty. Everybody knows oh, okay. what it, a penalty is, right? Like, they, oh, you've got a penalty. But right. but like a penalty in football. I'm sorry to bring it back to football, but it's the major thing I understand. Yeah, yeah that's your biggest comparison. So so because like a penalty for in football, it is you know what you get if you foul somebody in the box, and then you get a free shot at the goal essentially with the goalkeeper in it. Yeah, so but, you get but, carded in, in yeah, there, it's just a penalty. You get a penalty when you do something that is against the rules. Right, so it's a, yeah, so it's a foul. So it's the same foul you guys say penalty, right? That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. God, there's a lot to learn. Uh, <laughs> so what else? What else? So we've done the foul, well, we've done the, the players. There's, there's the whole thing about the actual, like, if you grew up in hockey too, and then there's if you don't grow up in hockey. So I always find it funny when if you if you're a born again hockey person, is that the... yeah, yeah, you could be born again because it's like oh I became a hockey fan <laughs> because I like the sport, or as if you grew up playing it. Like I grew up playing it, my whole family did. Yeah, my kids played it. I had to coach it. I had to, um, and then just you know, but but then there's there's a lot of people that they've ne- never played it, but then they still appreciate the game because everybody's watching it. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's the same with football. Yeah, it makes sense. Interesting. Today, I mean, go to one of those. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because, you know, the Brits are kind of infamous for their, um, their fights after uh, uh, 
a football game. <laughs> Whereas, I mean, you get that in in hockey. I mean, there's it happens. People fight, but it's not like it's not like over there. I don't know what happens. Is everybody just have like twenty seven drinks and then they just like here? Yeah. If if you, it's like a bit of a friendly rivalry. Yeah, people won't. You know, whereas there, it's like people get so insane that that you're not cheering for their team. They want to punch each other's faces in. It's like, well, I mean, you know, you know what it's like, Jim. You know, the, the the across the world, the media portrays things differently, right? So what we get portrayed from America, uh, from sorry, Canadian hockey is that that you smash each other and you knock each other. And there's always fights and stuff. That's what we see. But in terms of like the crowds of football games, not particularly. Like, if it's a big rivalry, and I mean a big rivalry, so you're talking like Celtic and Rangers or uh, some of the London teams, you know, Arsenal, Tottenham, um, or Manchester City, Manchester United, for example. Outside yeah. of that, there's you can go off like football games. I think of uh, on the whole, and ninety nine percent of the map, you know, you can go with your kids. You can go with your nieces and nephews. You can go with your family. It's it's a nice day out, and I think that it's. I think maybe in like the seventies and like eighties, maybe there was a problem with what we call hooliganism. So people going just to have fights, and yeah, I've seen it when I've gone away days when you play a team in another city or another town, um, and and there's there's people who go specifically just to cause trouble. But on the whole, I would argue and I, I would vehemently defend the fact that football is quite peaceful it's well policed if there's like games they know there's going to be there's a big rivalry so it's i don't know newcastle versus sunderland for example which is the biggest rivalry in the northeast i don't support either of those by the way um uh, so so but i'd argue on the whole is not a massive like that's something that, that happened years ago yeah you know you do get you do get the odd bit of trouble but but nothing that would be massive like it, it gets stamped out pretty quickly to be fair um. Yeah, it's funny that's the impression though, because I wouldn't have thought so. But I suppose if that's all that you're going to see, then of course well, that might be something you get the idea of. Well, and then also the fact that even you were saying, "Oh yeah, that does happen." If you get this team and this team and this team and this team, like you listed off eighteen. So yeah, but 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 only but only like only a little bit of trouble. Like you're not talking like thousands or hundreds or you're talking maybe like. Half dozen that would cause a bit didn't of trouble. They change the way that, like, didn't they change the way that certain teams leave the stadium? Yes. Yeah. Them? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is true. So, I mean, so what? So what? The, thing yeah. Culture <laughs> built around it, right? Well, yeah, because the yeah. Okay, I'll admit. So the UK has um, the history we've had uh, in football. We we've had crushes. Uh, we've had disasters in football. You know, in the. 70s, 80s, even earlier, where um, the, the, there was too many fans put in or there was there was trouble or whatever, and fans were kind of caged in, so they'd have fences and, uh, and pens where you'd be stuck in. <laughs> like, like a cage match. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then you had, like, and I don't know if it's well-known in, in, in Canada, it probably isn't, but you had disasters like the Hillsborough disaster to get serious for a second. Um, so you had, like... Um, 97 people who, who died in a crush and then there was other crushes i think there was one in spain uh because the fans were getting tra- animals essentially because the the expectation was there was going to be fights and going to be trouble they treated everybody like they were going to cause trouble but yeah that is true if you go to win away match um they will sometimes hold you back so if you're the away team then they'll hold you in until the, the home fans have generally mostly gone and then let you out we're only talking like 10 15 20 minutes because then it means that you, they can leave safely and then you can see you why can... wouldn't they okay this is just my no 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 go for it no, it's, it's good it's good to ask but why wouldn't they let out the guest teams because aren't they going away further away true but well yeah it's true I don't know. I suppose it. The idea is that the majority of people that they're going to get home a lot quicker than the away fans. So it makes the away fans wait. Do you know what I mean? So but aren't they all going to just pour into the local pub and start drinking? True, but then oh god, I'm making it sound worse. True, but then if you go to if you go somewhere, they will have pubs that are home fans only. So so oh, say yeah. say say I came from a different city in Canada and I was coming to play the Vancouver soccer team or whatever. Um, they would they'd have especially when you get close to a stadium or what we'd call a ground, 
it's what we call a stadium. You need to get close to a stadium. <laughs> um, that God, this yeah, I'm making it sound awful. But you'd get you'd get close to the pub. The pubs that would be close would be like home fans only, no away fans. They won't let away fans in in case there's trouble. But yeah, but I know, I know, I know, I know. But that I mean, not that doesn't happen with hockey. I'm just, I'm well, just saying. But the see the thing is with football is there's like not a big drink culture, but you know you go and you'll you'll either get your and this sounds really, really British, really English, right? You'll either get a hot chocolate or a cup of tea or a bovril, which is like a meaty, almost like a gravy drink, right? Savoury drink that's hot. Stick with me, right? Or you'll get like a pint of lager or a pint of beer or a pint of cider. Okay, so so there is kind of a culture around it of, you know, the away days are just a big piss up, essentially. It's like going on a little holiday, you watch a match, you get pissed, you come home on the bus. Try not to be sick, right? You get you, you tend to grow up a bit as you get older, right? It's not, you know, you do that when you're younger and then you, you do go for the football, right? But there are an away day is a, a proper day out, you know, a, an event to do. Uh, I don't know if I'm defending football well at all here. Yeah, but, no, uh, you, you did a terrible job. <laughs> it's not part of the culture. I mean, <laughs> the, the, I mean, all I, these things put in place so that. It can yeah, happen. but it's put in place. For, so many true, but it's put in place for the majority because there's a minority. That's the difference. So because there's a few. So see, you've got like my home team will get like what was the average last year? Maybe twenty four thousand at every home game, right? That might be a bit generous. Whatever, say twenty four thousand at a home game. There might be like I don't know, like fifteen people in that whole crowd who, who go there to have a bit, get tanked up, get drunk. And cause trouble, right? So yeah. because they need to, they need to make sure everyone, like everyone's safe. They treat everybody as if they're like those fifteen. So they put all like the, the leaving times, the entry times. They separate the away fans and the home fans. Like you can't mix in in the stadium either. There's a home end. There's a, there's, a, there's the home stadium, and then in the stadium for the away fans, you can't get into it. You can't even if you know someone who supports the opposite team, you can't walk into that area. It's all separated off, and there's police and whatnot, and security and stewards. But they do that because it keeps everybody safe. Because there's a few people who want it's you know what it's like, and I know this is really really random, right? But stick with me. It's like what they do to ward off terrorist attacks. They, they frisk everybody. They search everybody's bags, they do, which sometimes they do at football. They do all this stuff to everybody. They check you for this. They check all your luggage. Did you pack this yourself? Are you going on an airplane? They do this for everybody because there might be that one person who wants to go on there and hijack or do this, that, and the other. That's that's the mentality behind it. Does that make sense? So it's not that ev- it's not that there's loads of trouble. Oh, yeah, so I, that I that's... Totally That's the best I can explain it. For a sport that, you know, hockey gets such a bad rap about the fighting, the fighting usually is on the, on the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they don't, the people normally aren't fighting after, you know, everybody will get, you know, unless there's a dick in the stands and he's like just being a total dick about his team being so this or so that, then he'll he'll probably get, you know, beaten up. But that's a whole point. That, that just go. See, just go. see, it's not just England. See, see. <laughs> Yeah, but we didn't build our whole culture around. We did. We didn't build a culture. We didn't build a culture around it. But you, you put these things in place to. <laughs> well, people, okay. So when you go to a when you go to any hockey game, as much as you may absolutely hate mm-hmm. the other team yeah. and hate everybody on the other team yeah. and everybody that's that's in the audience from their team, yeah. When they're done, everybody goes to the bar and they get drunk and they laugh about it together. Yeah. Yeah. So admittedly, you do get. You do get a bit of friction between the, you know, the home fans and the away fans. Like, I mean, sometimes, like most teams, you're not particularly bothered. But if it's if it's a rivalry team, you know, so they've got a town or, or close by, or there's there's history between the two teams. Yeah, that's not that. Yeah, that's I mean, not going to happen. In a city like that, because you know, it's probably one of the biggest rivalries in in hockey. Because I live in Calgary, Alberta, and there's another hockey team in um, in Alberta, which is Edmonton. So right, it's a huge rivalry, like huge. It's it's like um, it's as epic as the Montreal Toronto rivalry for sure. Right, right. I'm but with I mean, you. Half your friends, like, they, oh, sorry, this was one of the things that kind of gets me. Is uh, okay. So I live in Calgary now. I grew up, like I said, I grew up in on Toronto, and had a different team then. But 
Toronto was still my team because it's my it's my home city where I lived, right? And yeah. you can own a team like Chicago still like if if Chicago now plays Calgary where I live, I usually vote for Calgary. Like tr- Chicago was my team growing up, but to me now it's like I live in Calgary, the players live in Calgary. The yeah. players are supporting my community and it drives me fucking crazy when <laughs> I'll go some of my friends will go, yeah, well, you know, I'm a this fan. I'm like, dude, you don't even live there. How can your favorite team? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the same here. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't live in. And, like, you're not seeing what they're doing. Like, Glory fans, man. To support communities is not your community. Do you know how much the Calgary Flames actually go and support sick kids or volunteer their time and do amazing things for our community, which, the you know, Montreal Canadiens aren't doing for our for our city. So it, it actually makes me mad when people will say that about the city that they live in. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I don't like that team, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why? What's the team doing? Like, there are people off the ice. They may be a player on the ice, but, yeah, those those people make me crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's fair weather fans we'd say over here. Fair weather. Fair weather fans, so they'll, they'll support a team when they're winning loads. And then all of a sudden, when they stop winning, it's like, oh. Well... Well, I think, well, I wouldn't say it's fair weather. It's come to the opposite. It's like somebody has a team that they were born with. Yeah. Right. And they keep that team for life. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Like, yeah, no, no, that, no, that's what we, that's what we do. Yeah. Like, but I suppose it's, Canada's so much bigger than this country. But it, it doesn't matter where I'm, not that I've moved, to be fair, because this confused yeah. an American that there I've lived, that I've lived and worked in the northeast of england my whole life like my, i'm only 30 but my whole life i've worked in the northeast i've never I've never worked anywhere more than an hour and a half drive away from where i live right yeah so which confuses the hell out of the americans right but but sorry let's finish my point sorry i did the point i i waffle i'm terrible for it the point i was making is I, I will support the team i do until the day i die like it doesn't matter where i live doesn't matter. i mean i could i could maybe have a little bit of a cheeky second team so if I moved, I don't know, if I ever moved abroad or I moved, like when I went to university, I used to support Markham, uh, which they're like way down the leagues, uh, a couple of leagues below my team. Um, I supported them like a seaside town. I went to a couple of games because they're not in the same league. But but on the whole, you you keep the team that you're born with or, and you keep the team that your dad supports. So I was talking to a guy from London who was born in London, but because his dad's from the northeast. He supports a Northeast team because that's what his dad and his whole family support. So it's kind of like you're loyal to where you're from or where your dad or your granddad or whatever supports. So the idea that if I move to London, the idea that I might start supporting Chelsea, no, you're all right, thanks. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> even if even if like Stamford Bridge, which is Chelsea's gone, was like five minutes away from my office. Not that I'd ever move down there anyway. But if I ever did, <laughs> the fact they'd be like, "Oh, I just watch Chelsea." No, I do not. I support my team up there, and I, I, I will. Uh, that's a hill I will die on, gladly. But um, yeah, that's a. You see, I, that's I can't understand the reverse of like moving somewhere and thinking, right? Well, I'll support these. But I suppose it's. I think it's different because the countries are so big. Like Canada's so big, England's so small. The, yeah, it's, it's compressed yeah oh god yeah you can like go like 20 minutes up the road and it's an entirely different team um entirely different way of speaking for a start with the accents yeah. and stuff um that's always uh that's always entertaining um yeah it's, it's a funny one isn't it yep yeah it is biggest you can't uh yeah i don't know i get i get it it's just when people have a team that they've never lived in like i my one of my oh yeah players. yeah He's like, he's a huge NFL fan and, you know, which people are. And then his favorite teams of all the sports are not any that's from his own country. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it makes me crazy. I thought NFL's, is that National Football League? Is that American football? Yeah, it's just American. We don't, so, we don't have an NFL team. They've talked about it, putting one in Toronto, but it's, uh, it's, Died of death. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, you. I thought NFL was just America. You said different countries. 
Yeah, NFL. Yeah, it's it, it is NFL is just just the U.S. They never let in Canada. They kept, they did talk about it, but it, it's not. Yeah, too much trouble, too much fighting, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what happens. Too many Canadians cross that border. They'll be thinking they'll think you're invading. You can't run that risk, Jim. That's true. You can't run the yeah. risk. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't, honestly. Um, yeah, okay. So so we did we did the players, we did the rules, we did the uh like the penalties, the fouls. Um, we did the periods. Anything else? How many subs do you get? Uh, so how many players can you bring on or off? Uh, there's it isn't. It's like there's a rotation, right? Like you just come off the ice when you're tired, or they, you know, I shouldn't say that. They, the best players usually get rotated faster, so they they're always wanting, and they, it's very strategic when you put on, like they have um, penalty kill um, lines and they have power plays lines that will go on when they have a power player that kill penalty. Because it's, I mean, it's it's one thing like if you have a soft, soccer pitch or a football pitch mm-hmm. that you've got eleven players on the field, right? And it's such a big surface. The yeah. ice surface is small, man. So yeah. If you're missing one player, it has a huge impact on how yeah. you're playing. Yeah, it's like playing five-side football. If one of you stops tracking your man, it's a nightmare. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Right. I mean. Because usually people play positionally based on the field, right? Like, yeah. They, whereas, and it, it happens in hockey, but because the surface is so much smaller, that you you can, if you can stretch it out of your end, you can uh, you can get, um, you know, you can get a lot of ice with a missing one player. It's a huge difference. Makes sense. Yeah. So they just rotate the shifts, and then. You know, there is some rules where, you know, if you ice the puck, it has to go back into your end. Um, what does ice your puck mean? So if you're icing the puck, it's um, – so there's, you know, there's the a blue line, a red line, and a blue line. Yes. There's other lines, and there's circles on, mm-hmm. the, on the ice surface. But the blue line is, is basically where – if there's, there's a blue line in your end and a blue line in the other end. Nice. That if if you're in your end and the puck is inside your blue line, it it's like if that puck leaves the blue line, everybody has to leave leave that the blue line. At least the other team has to leave the blue line because if they push it back into the to that blue line, then it's offside. So in in soccer, the offside actually moves, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. But in 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 hockey, the blue line is set. So is, is, is that blue line like your defending zone and your attacking zone? Is that yeah. what that right? Yeah. Okay, that's exactly what it is. So if you're behind your if you're behind your blue line and you shoot the puck into their end, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not a penalty, then that's what's called icing the puck, and they will bring the puck back into your end, into your blue inside your blue line and then they'll so, drop the puck again. So you can oh okay, all right. So you can only shoot in in their defending zone. Well no you I mean you can shoot it wherever you want. Okay. It's just you if you if you don't hit the net <laughs> then it's gonna be icing if it's behind a certain point. So what what and does icing mean? Is that like cheating? What what is I don't it's I don't kinda like cheating. It's like you've shot the puck out, out of your end because like you're trying to so let's say you're defending in your behind your blue line. And yeah. five on five players, okay. not counting the goalies, and they're playing against each other. And you're like panicking, so you shoot the puck out of your. I'm with you. So, yeah, I know what so you. I know. I understand team. what you mean. Yeah. So, in that case too, the the players may go off because maybe they've been fighting this penalty for two solid minutes, mm-hmm. and but they have to come back on the ice if they ice the puck and it like if they threw it down and it got to the other end and hit the back boards. That's icing. And then yeah. everybody would have to come back out and stay on the ice. They can't they can't go off or trade. So so what I so I I Googled it to try and figure out the icing because I, I can see the I, I'm one of these people that need a bit of a visual. Yeah. <laughs> no, so in ice hockey, icing is an infraction when a player shoots the puck over the center red line 
and the opposing team's red goal line in that order, and the puck remains untouched that scoring the goal. If they score, it's not icing, but if they don't score, yep. so right, that makes sense. Okay, right, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't quite get why, but I suppose it. Well, it's giving them an unfair advantage to be able to change players or to, you know, just shoot the puck away. Like they don't want everybody to just shoot the puck away anytime they want. So is it a, is it a little bit like time wasting? Is it a little? Yeah. Is that kind of yep. the idea? Yeah, a little bit of time wasting. Right. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I, I get. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, because you just you just like wagging the the puck away. This I get rid of that. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. I, in essence, I, I get more of an idea of what it means. Cool. That makes sense. It's it's see this thing. If you've never like I'm thirty years old and I've never no one's ever explained hockey because no one's ever had to. So to try and figure out what it means is like, oh God, there's a lot of stuff to try and get your head around. But it's, it's interesting though. Hence why I've started the series. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, you know, every, um, it's all, I mean, I could, there's people that are more up on hockey than me, right? Yeah, there's, there's a guy on my, even, there's a guy on my feed who will not talk about hockey with me. So, but he well, loves it. Yeah, and he, he, he would probably know a lot. There's people that know every single player and every single detail to all the rules, and they could have told you the entire set of rules. But, you know, it, there's things that, you know, I probably should be telling you that, but I haven't played hockey in probably a good 15 years. So it's, it's like you forget certain things. And if you don't really care when you're watching it because you're just drinking beer and gabbing with your friends. Which is exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm enjoying it massively. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's 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 similar to football. It's it's a it's a full contact spot, so you can knock it into the other player. Is is there a? I'm interested to know this uh, bef- before we wrap up. Is there a? So in football, you can shoulder badge someone, but you can't like you can't push them out of the way, but you can shoulder challenge them, or shoulder badge them to try and get to the ball. Is there any rule? in hockey that's like that to try and yeah, get the ball sort of sort of get the puck yeah so so there's you know you can't do things like hook somebody with your stick if they're in a breakaway you can't yeah but you can like there's full out hitting in hockey so you can hit you can do if somebody has the puck mm-hmm. and you want that puck you can hit them as hard as you can and hopefully that you'll knock them off, knock them over and take the puck. Like you can do that anytime you want, but you can't do things like if somebody's against the boards, mm-hmm. you can't charge, charge them, into them it. from like 20 feet and ram into them. That's called boarding. Right. Of, yeah. You know, see, like, that's what we see over here. You talk about examples of what we see about hockey. We see people boarding and we see it where players just stop giving a shit and start like grabbing the player and start punching them in the face. That's what we see. <laughs> like that's the impression you get yeah. of hockey over here. But those are those are things like I don't know that it, hockey's always been that sport where it's like because they're all wearing full equipment and they're doing mm-hmm. if someone's doing something that is um people would say sort of unsportsmanlike yeah and that's yeah. where a mm-hmm. fight will start because they'll be like and then of course they'll get a penalty for fighting but they don't care because it's like that's whatever five minutes for fighting yeah and and it's like. But this guy knows. See, where in football you get sent off if you fought, if you had a fight yeah. with someone, you'd get sent off. Like that's a disadvantage to your team. So the idea that in this is what I don't get the idea in Canadian hockey that you can have a fight with someone. It's like right, get off for five minutes, then you can come back on. It's like that's not a punishment, then, is it? Because if if you were to be sent off for the whole game, that would disadvantage your team. Yeah, and well, adv- advantage the other team. Rule, but but you know what that does is it makes dirty plays happen. Like that's the difference. Because in in um, uh, in women's international hockey, mm-hmm. they they don't allow open ice hits. They only allow you to do. Um, it's like a it's like you hit them if you go along the side of the boards to take them off the puck. I forget what the term is, but um, so what happens is when you when you can't do certain things and makes it I guess legal as part of the game, then the people start to get dirty where the the, the refs aren't looking, so they do things that are dirty yeah, to get yeah, back at that person yeah. for it being mm-hmm. dirty to them, right? And so it's been the culture of hockey from the dawn of time is that yeah. if someone's being a dick and not playing, you know, ethically or by the rules, yeah. then you, you 
toe to toe, and that's yeah. how you settle it. Like the old gladiators of old. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I just find it mad that you can literally have a fight with someone and go off for a few minutes and come back on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I uh, try. I think I think we've covered all the bases. To be fair, it's it's a. Uh, Oh, okay. I've got to ask this before we finish, right? So, no behind the goal. That's still in play, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And there's, you know, sort of unspoken rules too, right? Like, you can, if a goalie goes behind the net to Mm -hmm. get the puck, you know, you're not going to hit that goalie. You're going to try and get the puck from the goalie, but you're not going to run. Like, any other player, you would just drive right into them and knock them over, right? But... Yeah, you don't you don't hit the goalie. You don't do right. Goalie. So the goalies are a bit more defended. Yeah, by by both their um, by both their players and uh, by the rules. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, football's a bit similar. Like the goalie will probably get someone knocks into them and probably get the foul more often than not. Whereas if it was out on the out on the normal pitch between two outfield players, it probably wouldn't matter so much. Yeah, that makes sense. No, no, it's 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 interesting. I, I've been I've been dying to like, I love looking at the differences between different countries, um, because the, the, that's what I mean. Like a, a game like in in your country, like hockey is huge, yeah. um, and if I went over there, I'd probably be laughed at for the little amount I know. Whereas if someone comes over to like England or, or the UK and they don't understand football. It's difficult to explain to them why it means so much. Um, it, but then I suppose it goes both ways. I've watched American football and it did, it bored me to tears. Um, baseball put me to sleep. It, it's, that, it's that difference. People can absolutely love something, to, um, but other people can just not not understand it. But I think when you you come from a country where, where they just don't have I mean, we did a little bit of hockey, as in not ice hockey, but just normal. Yeah, field just hockey. hockey. Yeah, field hockey. But it, it when you're when you're in like secondary school um, or high school, as, in, uh, as I think you call it, um, you did a little bit of it, but it didn't last very long. And it, all it became was people trying to hook you between the legs with the with the with the flipping <laughs> bat or the racket or whatever it's called. So it wasn't it was not something that you particularly enjoy. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's funny, isn't it? But I think the 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 biggest thing is is that people will understand the culture if you go to one game. If you yeah. go to one hockey game, you completely understand the Canadian ice hockey culture. If you go to one uh, football game in the UK, you completely get it. If you go to one um, bullfighting in Mexico City, you get you get it. If you ever get a chance to come to Calgary. We actually just finishing up our Calgary Stampede, which they advertise as the greatest outdoor show on earth. You'll get a real understanding of what the culture is in Calgary. Calgary Stampede, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, look it up. It's it's ten days of hooting and hollering and being a cowboy and watching rodeo and chuck wagon races and what what wagon chuck wagon did you say? Chuck wagon, yeah. What's a so, chuck wagon? Spend spend some time this afternoon looking at Calgary Stampede. It's finishing up today, so I, I will. At some point today, I'm going to go and have a free pancake breakfast somewhere. <laughs> See, that's that's just that side of the world. We don't have, oh, I mean, some people have pancakes, but yeah, it's, it's like we went to America and they're having breakfast cakes. I was like, we don't get breakfast. We don't get cakes for breakfast. Uh, we're just not how we do things. Eat beans. With yeah, no we do. But the, yeah, no, thanks, Jim. Thanks for uh, thanks for like trying to talk me through this stuff. I've no doubt when uh, when this goes out, I'll probably get messages from other Canadians like you missed this and you missed this and that. Oh, of course. But that's gonna, part of the they're, fun. They're, they're gonna they're also gonna say a shit ton of stuff about how I should have known all the the correct numbers for everything. But it's kind of well, like, eh, you know they're, they're, the, the the basics are there's there's three periods, and you get a goal if you put the puck in yeah. the net. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, anybody, any Canadians who listen to this later and who aren't happy with with the explanations or with how I reacted, come on and tell me because I look forward to it. I love learning about different stuff. Um, but no, I, I genuinely do. I think it's a, it's just interesting. I love learning about different countries because I think a lot of the time what we get from different countries is we just hear the negative stuff. Yeah. 
you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get political because I've, I've always vowed never to touch politics in the, in, um, in my podcast because who can be bothered? Um, but I think a lot of the time what we hear, especially across the Atlantic or across parts of Europe, is all we get from other countries is is, is negative news and negative things. So I thought it would be nice to try and bridge the gap a little bit with just like sports or films or some, things that are different that, that that you have to explain. But uh, that, that's the idea behind this uh, this explaining yourself series, if you will. So, uh, Jim, would you like to tell um, the 12 people? odd people who listen uh, where um, I'm not even being that's my average audience I'm not even joking um, I'm proud of every I'm happy to have every single one I'm not bothered I enjoy myself um, would you like to tell the uh, the dozen or so people listening uh, where they can find you and what it is that Film Rage does yeah sure uh, Film Rage YYC and all social media platforms uh, Film Rage YYC.com for our website which is pretty amazing so check that out we are a new release film review podcast that has a few segments within our podcast where we talk shit about directors and actors as well. So our, our sub text of our podcast is directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. And uh, yeah, we like to talk film, new film as much as possible. And we like to dare each other to watch terrible films. So that's us. You dare each other. I like that. That idea. You dare each other to watch terrible films. It's kind of like what yes. I've been doing with Bill. <laughs> Every the worst film I can think of. Yeah, I've, we've we've had to watch some terrible movies. Actually, and people can go to our website and on our support us page, they can dare us to see a movie, and uh, pay us five five bucks so we can rent it. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> Spotter. No. I, Thank you very much again for joining me. I've I've, I've really enjoyed this sincerely. Um, I hope I haven't uh, butchered trying to learn about hockey for too many Canadians or made made uh, football sound horrific. Um, <laughs> don't know how well a job I've done on that, to be honest. But uh, it's like one of those things, once you start trying to defend it, it's like, oh, God, no, how do I explain why they do this? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so no, thank you to ever thank you for joining me, Jim, and thank you to everybody for listening. Um, if you like review yourself, uh, you can find us at Twitter. It's at yourself review. You can find us on Instagram. It's review yourself podcast twenty twenty one because I screwed up in uh, making the name. Um, <laughs> send me your mo- what movies you'd like us to review. If you'd like me to review a certain movie with a certain podcaster, let me know. And any other podcasters that are listening, and you think yeah, I could have a good laugh with this guy, send me a message. Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks Jim for joining me again. Thank you very much, man. Welcome to Sleeping with the Waffler. May I ask you a very personal question? Have you endured? Many sleepless nights, dreaming of a podcast where a man awkwardly attempts to waffle you to sleep whilst reviewing a film. The answer is yes, and this man has arrived. No more sleepless nights, no more nightmares. We live busy lives filled with notifications and distractions. The black void of social media is ever-present. The challenges and stresses of work, family and friends is something that weighs heavy on us. The merry-go-round of life spins and spins. The first moment of quiet we get all day is when we finally get in to bed. And that's where I come in. Here to help you break out of life's endless loop and power down your mind, body, 
and soul. And follow with me now. Relax. Breathe in. And out. Let your mind race. Glue your eyes shut. And begin violently tossing and turning. All I ask from you is this. Tell the world. Every man, woman, child and miscellaneous. There's no better gift you can give them than a good night's sleep. Tell them, the waffler is waiting. One, two, Fiona's coming for you. Three, four, are you ready to snore? Five, six, get your waffler fix. Seven, eight, not gonna stay up late. Nine, ten, come and sleep with Ben. What? Nine, ten, sleep with Ben again. Mm-hmm.